Hey everyone, thanks for joining my Autism Tribe. Today's topic is how to help your loved one with autism cope during and after a move. As in packing up an entire house and moving to an entirely different location. So stay tuned for some helpful tips. And as always, if you're enjoying our podcast, please rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts and share with a friend. That's how we make our voice stronger. Thanks for listening. Welcome to my Autism Tribe a community of advocates that are linked by autism, but bound by strength. This is a time to find our sounding board and shoulders that help us carry life's load without the fear of criticism. We give and receive, we nurture and empower. I'm your host, Susan Scott. My son and I recently moved, and I have to say there's a reason moving is considered one of the top five most stressful situations in life. I think the other four are divorce, job loss, illness, and a death of a loved one. It's no secret as to why. Not only is it a complete and utter hassle, but it disrupts your life in ways that push even the most organized, experienced, insane adults to their mental and physical limits. (laughs) It's a marathon, people. And for a child, coping with the stress of moving is even more difficult Maybe they also have to change schools. Maybe there's what I call a co-occurring trauma happening like divorce. And this is a lot. And a child's still developing brain is not equipped yet for the challenge of relocating their entire life. Sometimes you can see those immediate negative responses like uh, tantrums they may have or outbursts or trouble eating or not sleeping. And then others may respond more subtly over time. It can show up like depression or anxiety. And we all know that every child is different, so I don't have to tell you that. But for children with autism, the effects of moving can be even more pronounced. I wouldn't say that moving is ever a pleasant experience, but there's a little bit of good news. As a parent or caregiver, there are steps you can take throughout the move to make the experience easier for your child with autism. I have moved so many times with my son, Alex, that my process is like a well-oiled machine. I'm not even kidding. This is almost embarrassing, but during the course of Alex's short life, he just turned six years old. We have moved a total of four times, and two of those times were out-of-state moves. So you get the picture. So without further ado, let me share some tips with you in the case that you're planning a move or possibly anticipating a move. And we all know that we will all move at some point in our life. So first off, create a narrative. I am a huge, huge fan of this. So start with writing your own story. Um, For children with autism, communication is critical. So put simply, you should explain to your child the who, what, when, where, why, and how of moving. So tell them where you're moving and why. That may be a little hard. Um, Just be sure to be age appropriate and kind of tailor it to what their uh, ability of comprehension may be. And let them know that the people and the things they love and care about will be moving with them. Let them know when you'll start the moving process, how long it'll take, how you'll pack, move, and unpack your things. And the whole time, just have a positive tone that says to them, everything is going to be okay. And act excited about it, even though deep inside you're screaming. (laughs) Uh, 
being aware of the process will allow your child to begin to understand it and ultimately come to terms with it. Um, one of my favorite ways to do this is actually create a social story. I know many of you guys out there are very familiar with those, but it's really just a way to visually explain what exactly is happening. So you may even create several stories for the whole moving process, and it's like completely depicting the transition. So as we know, children on the spectrum are visual learners um, who do better with concrete information as opposed to like these abstract concepts. Um, So that's why social stories work. Um, They take specific situations that may be difficult to grasp, like moving to a new home or changing schools or whatever it may be, and it explains it to them. So what's more, they walk the child through the emotions they may feel You can actually talk about the emotions, um, how they might expect others to act during the process, and then talk to them about the healthy responses with each of those. So some of the things that I usually try to include, um, and these are kind of tips, um, design your story to address one problem, one situation, or one desired outcome. And so you can use different stories for different aspects of the move, like enrolling in a new school or taking a long car ride to a new home uh, to keep the story from being too long. Because we all know, especially for younger children, the attention spans just aren't that long. And then whenever possible, use real pictures of your family and names and personal details and if you can ask if you're if you're buying a home ask maybe your real estate agent to send you pictures from the new home to incorporate into the social story and then um, always be very truthful and accurate Um, and again with a positive tone highlight the positive aspects of the move like maybe they get to decorate their new bedroom or maybe they have a backyard or a bigger backyard to play in maybe there's a pool in the backyard or a park close by incorporate those as part of the social story Um, and then use simple language of course that's easy for them to understand and then even repeat and I, I use the word repeat because you can even have the child present the story if they're able to to family and friends and this I think kind of helps build their confidence around the situation so maybe if grandma comes over you know he or she can can tell the story of of the move or a friend or babysitter in addition to kind of the custom solution a social story provides. You can also use existing books, and um, and these are always great in movies and music to familiarize your child with the moving process from the eyes of another child or family or cartoon character or whatever it may be. So uh, use your child's favorite storytellers. So if there's a series or a character your child already loves, you can probably make a connection between your child's situation and theirs. So just do a simple online search, and I guarantee you, you will find that there is some kind of similarity with a series or a character that your child already loves, and um, 
and the situation that you're going in. Like whether it's the cast of Sesame Street, the Berenstein Bears, or Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. See if they've ever had to move. And I guarantee you they have because I own some books about this very process. Um, introduce moving specific storylines. There are dozens of books and movies out there written specifically to help children cope with relocating. You can go to your library, you can order them online, just continuously read, watch, and repeat. And we all know that our kiddos love to read and watch the same books and videos over and over and over again. So just find something that really interests them. And in addition to, of course, talking to your child, this is a big one, I feel like. Um, also take time to just listen and observe. So without even saying anything, um, most importantly, ask your child, and if he's able to to convey his emotions, ask how he or she's feeling about the move. Um, even if your little one can't put into words what they're feeling, chances are you know them well enough to discern what parts of the moving process are making them the most anxious. And be on the lookout for new types of behaviors, uh, different emotional responses at home or at school. So you can talk to their teacher or their therapist to see if there are any kind of new things that are popping up. Every tantrum, outburst, or breakdown is just another opportunity to reassure your child. Everything's going to be okay. Um, and then as far as just taking action, um, you know, you've gone through the whole storytelling, showing your child how a move is going to affect them. Um, by taking action, there are some additional steps you can take to ease them through the transition. So again, every child is different and what calms one little person may trigger another. So just use your best judgment. Um, and don't be afraid to change tact tactics mid-stride if your strategy doesn't seem to be working. This, um, this next tip I'm going to have, like I've used it in every single moving process. And this isn't just for kiddos on the spectrum, but for any child, I feel like it's completely beneficial. During the move, pack your child's belongings last and unpack them first. So... People have actually laughed when they've come to my house when I'm in the, in the moving process, when I'm packing everything up in the house because everything else in the house is completely in disarray and they go into Alex's bedroom and nothing has been touched. It is literally almost up to the very day when I touch his room and it allows him, I think, um, to feel a little bit more comfortable. Sometimes they can become anxious about all of their belongings going to a new house. Um, so maybe you can ask them to make a checklist of all of their loved items. You know, just go into the bedroom and ask them or maybe their toys in the living room. Let them help you pack and label them. And I, did, I haven't used this before, but I read it somewhere and I thought it was brilliant actually consider investing in those clear plastic tubs you know the ones you can get like at Target or whatever instead of the plain cardboard boxes and if there are those items that are like really causing them distress and going in boxes 
you can put them in these clear plastic tubs so that your child can keep an eye on their stuff because I think sometimes in their little minds if it goes into a box and they can't see it then it doesn't exist anymore so you may even be able to transport this container of the special items in the car with you instead of maybe putting them on the moving truck in addition to the clear plastic tubs when you actually arrive to the new house to the new home um, let those boxes let those plastic tubs be the very first thing that you unpack and again family members friends have laughed at me because when we move into a home you go into my son Alex's room and the curtains are hung, the pictures are on the wall, any rugs are on the floor, his bed is made, everything, all the toys are in place, sometimes in the exact positions or at least close enough positions as to his former bedroom, but everything is exactly the same. And then I will probably be sleeping on an air mattress for the next month while I unpack everything. But his room is, is put together. So um, another list of action items um, could include creating a space in the new home where your child feels safe and comfortable. And so sometimes for some children, this may mean organizing and decorating their new room to completely mimic their old room. And while the layout and size of the room is most likely going to be different, taking care to position the furniture and the wall hangings and toys in the same positions can help your little one regain a sense of familiarity and then some kids see a new room as a chance to change um, the decor maybe allow them to pick out a new paint or new bedding set Um, if you think this may help calm them for others it may completely distress them so let them kind of lead the way Um, If your new home comes with a backyard, you may also want to invest some time and energy into creating an outdoor space specifically for your child before you move in or very shortly after. So maybe there's a sandbox or a water table or a bird seed bin that you can already have like set up and they'll know that that's their little special area. maybe you can design another area of the space as a haven so whenever like maybe if you're unpacking your child can go there when he or she is feeling overstimulated and then ultimately finding a new normal is just gonna take time Um, I have to say Alex has been a super trooper when it's come to our moves and two of those like I said being out of state so he has rolled with the punches for sure but even after everything is moved and unpacked leave space Um, and flexibility for your child to change his or her mind so some some kiddos may take you know a week some may take a month and while you may not be able to repaint their room or you can rearrange it or replace a new comforter with our old one or familiar one or whatever it may be it may take a little bit of moving around and and you know flexing um, to to really start finding that new normal and that's completely okay that's with any child Um, the more prepared your child is 
for each part of the journey, the more likely their acceptance of it is going to be. Um, as you probably already know, that means repeating the narrative you've created over and over again. During a move, that's going to be more difficult than usual, right? Because we're in the midst and in the throes of packing and unpacking and rearranging schedules and um, loading and not to mention all of the other administrative tasks like address changes and projects around the house and other odds and ends and the list goes on and on and on. Just remember that the time and energy you spend helping your child understand the process will come back to you in the end in a great way. So start early, repeat often, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, and perhaps most importantly, Don't stop reassuring your child until they have really adjusted to all of the changes in their lives. It's going to take some time for you as well, and that's completely okay. Not every move for me has been a positive one, but I kept reassuring myself that no matter how difficult the process was, there was a space to make a home at the end, and this home was going to be filled with love and peace and understanding. The new home would be a witness to the amazing achievements my son was gonna make and the strength that I was gonna build. And it's all good. Take a deep breath and take one box at a time. Thanks for being a part of my autism tribe and I'll see you next week.